0: all right good morning good afternoon good evening whenever you're watching this on youtube Uh, but for our admin mastermind group i just want to say happy new year we are kicking off on january 2nd here and i have the wonderful pleasure of being joined not only in the session but here for the recap with the brad hughes of the teach better team and it's so great to see you buddy
1: So great to see you too. Great to reconnect with our uh, Admin Masterminders. Happy New Year to you and your loved ones and happy New Year uh, to everyone watching and connecting with us. We really want to continue to build connections with both our school leader community through the Admin Mastermind and through our uh, Admin Mastermind Facebook group, but through the Teach Better community as well. We've got great things planned in store for 2024. Many are planned and, and some just kind of happened upon us, Josh, like the, you know, the great conversation that we were engaged with today just evolves naturally uh, out of, uh, you know, the spirit of uh, of goodwill and, and, and good practice uh, for school leaders uh, from all over the country.
0: Yeah, I'm so glad you said that, Brad, because we've changed kind of the format of what we've done before, where we had like these monthly themes to really trying to tap into, you know, what's going on in the world of our administrators now and you know, today was something where we had a topic and it kind of transformed into something a little bit different. And that is totally fine. That's what we want. We want to make sure that we're here to support and, and collaborate as a group. And so uh, what was funny was my starter question was on attendance as far as our own experience as kids. Like, what did we do to kind of have our own excuses to get out of school and play hooky? And uh, it was pretty fun to hear that for a lot of us, including myself, like that just wasn't an option
1: agreed and it was it wasn't an option for many of our participants either it was just you know something that we did as we uh, we went to school uh, we were soft. supported in doing so for better and for worse we had the great days we had the lousy days and we just yeah. we just kept going and showing up and then the conversation transformed into you know how we can uh, maximize student attendance but also some of the uh, frustrations some of the uh, uh, the setbacks that can occur when trying yeah. to maximize teacher and educator attendance with a number of the stresses around uh, staff shortages and uh, you know, the real stress that educators feel in choosing to uh, take a day uh, and need a day, whether it's for illness or personal reasons.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, kind of just asking the the group, like what was kind of the current state of teacher attendance. And it, it was pretty interesting to to hear just kind of, how teachers are feeling right now, and uh, I don't think this is a surprise to anyone. But it sounds like a lot of folks are are really focused on like their mental and physical health, but then also the the amount of stress that they're feeling uh, within the workplace.
1: There are a lot of stressors, uh, both within and from without, that that make the decision for any educator to call in sick or to, or to take a personal day, uh, you know, much needed day. It, it, there's a lot of stressors that, that go into that decision. I think a lot of educators and myself included, when I think about uh, how much work it is to prepare a day uh, for a sub mm-hmm. or for a guest uh, teacher, guest staff member to come in, uh, it sometimes just feels like uh, more work to go, uh, less work to go in when you're not yeah. feeling your best than than to stay home. The flip of that is that as, as school leaders, and this was borne out in the conversation, we, we have to model those desired behaviors. If we really believe and desire for our educators to take time away when they're sick to to recover and also to avoid spreading illness among our campuses uh yeah. also giving uh, guest teachers an opportunity to come to the fore and to shine to develop their skills too if we if we really believe it we have to model it for ourselves too josh and i don't think that was a specific focus for our conversation but you know it, it, if it is difficult for a teacher or educator uh, to take a day imagine you know the the complexity around uh, a school leader uh taking a much needed day whether he or she yeah. is ill or has family needs to
0: Yeah, I thought that was a really good connection that someone had made about just one, the starter question of like, they were kind of being perspective, like of, you know, I didn't get to take off as a child and I had to go, you know, with a broken leg or, you know, I was ill and I still went to school because my parent made me. And then, you know, now as, uh, as an educator and as a school leader, they continue that behavior of, you know, I, I can't take a day off. I have to go into school. And, um but then also like the culture that's been created just in education. And, Uh you know, the other piece of the conversation was just like how the workload gets distributed to other teachers and maybe the guilt that's felt there, or maybe the pressure from that team to, you know, make sure that that person comes in regardless of what's going on in their personal life. So I I thought that was very interesting um, conversation also.
1: I don't think there's any right or wrong. There's any part of the mastermind experience is, sometimes we're seeking answers, and sometimes yep. we're just seeking connection that there really is no clear solution, but a recognition, I think, of those different stressors that the individuals and that teams are are facing invites us as school leaders to really just seed or plant conversations around those stressors and, and and find out you know if we have a need to achieve some kind of a culture shift in terms of mm-hmm. how staff absences are uh, supported. Uh, encouraged, even if the, if it's a matter of of, uh, of physical or mental health, whatever it is, it, you know, recognizing those tensions ex- exist, you know, part of the art of leadership is to really engender those conversations where those competing interests are put out there uh, and they're not sort of hidden. Because I, I think the more that we feel internally uh, the stress and the the more we perceive that external stresses are, are causing us to make different decisions, I, I think that uh, there's an opportunity for school leaders to open those conversations and to find out really people what find out what people are really thinking and experiencing.
0: Yeah, Brad, will you talk about just the the culture aspect because that kind of took a lot of our conversation this yeah. morning in regards to as a school leader. I mean, obviously, you know, we want to make sure that we are creating an environment that teachers want to be in, but then also creating a culture of being more effective and efficient in the job so that we can decrease the stress which hopefully will resolve the root of the absence in the first place.
1: I think that uh, the culture needs to honor uh, the significant impact that educators make each and every day that they that they arrive at work. Uh, it needs to recognize the significant uh, physical and emotional uh, uh, challenge that each educator is expending a, a ton of energy, both physical, emotional, and, and mental, uh, to do the best work that he or she can. Uh, I think it's easy for us to say, you know, we we can never control how someone is going to respond to our work in the world. That's, that's easy to say, but it's tough to have the impact of wondering what people are thinking, saying, or, or wondering about, uh, about the work that you do and about the time that you take off. But uh, the the culture I think uh, is is part of, you know, a continual reflection on my part and and on all of our masterminders parts about how can we make it possible for everyone to look forward to coming to their workspace uh, to have permission to take time away when needed, and also the security to know that the kids are going to be well looked after by guest staff or by sub-staff when, uh, when those absences inevitably occur.
0: Yeah, I wanted to throw out some interventions too that were discussed this morning too, because obviously, you know, this is a trend that's, that's moving forward. I think, you know, a lot of people are very in tune with their mental health, which they should be in this profession. And so some talk about having a permanent sub that's, you know, they either gain from their district or something that they, you know, use within their own funds, their building funds um, to have to rotate through the staff or just to be there, you know, in a in a crisis um, time. Um, they also talked about paying teachers for the extra time um, used as far as taking an extra period uh, to sub in a classroom, um, providing sub days to teachers to allow them to catch up um, on their work and hopefully alleviate some of that stress. And then, of course, you know, creating self-belonging for the staff and Brad, you had talked about that self belonging piece, and and I love some of the strategies that you provided. Would would you mind just sharing a little bit of what you talked
1: about with that? Well, I appreciate that, and I mean the the, the belonging is key. Uh, when I think about the role that guest staff or that that sub staff play, I mean we, we our schools and classrooms can't function without them. And so when we were trying to take a look at you know addressing. Sub shortages or staff shortages. I mean, one thing we that is within their control about with as school leaders is to create an environment where guest staff or sub staff feel welcome, supported when yeah. they walk in. People know them by name. People care about who they are and what they can offer. Uh, I, I hear from a lot of guest staff who visit uh, my school that that experience is not uh, shared uh, among different buildings. Uh, sometimes uh, sub staff come in and they kind of float around like a ghost and they kind of leave without anyone really yeah. acknowledging them, you know, personally uh, expressing any kind of gratitude for the fact that they're there. And, and we want our schools to be welcoming places for everyone, including sub staff who may, according to district, have a choice where they choose to work each and every day. You know, my feeling is I want to make our school an easy place to say yes to uh, because they felt welcoming. And, and, you know, you mentioned the idea of having sort of a permanent sub or like a someone who is familiar with the guest community. I mean, what better investment to make in an aspiring educator or in a sub educator than to provide them with a home away from home where they look forward yeah. to coming and they can, you know, participate in that community. And we also shifted the conversation, Josh, didn't we, to some of the classroom spaces, how we make, you know, mm-hmm. classroom spaces inviting for us as educators, but also inviting for the kids. And there was a, the, the concept of, you know, using the classroom as a blank canvas or even the school fa- school community as a blank canvas yes. to be added to over the school year.
0: Yeah, I think it was about, you know, providing permission to teachers, yeah. because I think there's a lot of misconceptions about the expectations and the needs of a teacher. And so if we can start kind of knocking those out of the way and saying, no, you don't need to start from scratch. You don't need to do some of these things that are just assumed and creating that culture of, of like we said earlier, being efficient in our, in our time, because as we know, there's only more and more things being added to each teacher's
1: plate. Right on. It's it's about uh, recognizing that there is always more to do, uh, and uh, the plate will either need to grow or things will need to shift off the plate. And that yeah. concept of permission for me, Josh, is key both personally and professionally. It's mm-hmm. it's permission for things to be in progress, permission for things to be messy before they get clear, but also permission to say no. My my plate is full at the time because as educators, we're you know naturally uh, caring, we're giving, we serve, yeah. we want others to be happy and satisfied and it is really really important that we also recognize that we also have to be happy and satisfied with uh, with what we're contributing to and you know the the old adage you can't pour from a, from an empty cup if that plate is being filled uh, how are you intentional about uh, taking time to restore lost energy and, and lost spirit and how you know in fact as, as school leaders how are we intentional about giving that permission that 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 lost energy needs to be restored those connections need to be, nurtured and uh, you want to make sure that, that your school is a place that in terms of the relationships, in terms of the welcoming space that it, it, it's adding to, uh, it's uh, it's adding to the energy, it's building the energy rather than depleting it all the time.
0: Yeah. And last thing, Brad, I just want to touch on is with that permission is that communication piece of, mm-hmm. yes, recognizing that your teachers have needs, uh, uh, allowing them to take the time off that they need to, uh, but also providing the professional development to understand what the process is. Uh, what they need to do to be a responsible employee of the district, and then also to make sure that they're not, you know, leaving someone else to do the work for them. Um, you know, I think that permission piece is important to to let that school culture understand like, if you need time off, take time off. But at the same time, <laughs> there are certain expectations that that are required of that individual uh, to to be prepared prior to
1: that absence. And I think that clarity is actually a form of kindness because when you are clear about. Our expectations, uh, whether it's as a school leader or an, uh, you're, you're representing the district's expectations in terms of reporting absences or what needs to be left for the sub for the guest teacher. Uh, if we are as clear as possible, then we have created a situation where uh, when uh, when the, the staff meets his or her obligations, then we can provide positive feedback and support. Uh, when there's a shortfall, we can always refer back to those stated expectations that you know we were as clear as possible. And here's what we noticed. Here's how it fell short. Here's what we expect to happen next time. Uh, It gives, gives that staff member all the information they need to uh, be successful the next time they need the time off.
0: Love it. Well, I just want to let everyone know every Tuesday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern time, you can join us in this phenomenal group of administrators all over the country, even Canada. I mean, we're we're all over. So (laughs) if you haven't yet, jump on to teachbetter.com slash mastermind it's a free sign up uh, for anyone that's interested and then of course let's continue the conversation so if you're not in the facebook group this community is growing like crazy Uh, i feel like brad we're adding new people to this facebook group um, every single day and i'm so excited to continue this conversation so you have two options here if you want to throw it in the comment section here in youtube you can do that or you can jump over to facebook and uh like i said just Continue to throw resources in there and and continue the conversation on, you know, interventions and things that you've done to support your staff through teacher absences.
1: So gratifying to see that Facebook community grow, uh, Josh. And uh, I want to wish you and uh, your loved ones and everyone watching right now uh, both a very happy new year. And uh, and, you know, let's get clear. You're invited to join us in that space. And uh, as you said, every uh, Tuesday morning, 9 a.m.
0: That's awesome. Well, Brad, it's been wonderful to see this morning and have you join the Admin Mastermind group. I love seeing that community every Tuesday. But also, I mean, what better way to start 2024 than to see my good friend, Mr. Brad Hughes? I mean, well, I it doesn't feel the get same any better. Way, uh,
1: yeah, every chance, every chance we have to uh, uh, to connect and interact uh, makes me feel great and makes me a little bit better. And so, uh, wishing you the best. Always great to connect.